0: open loops do open loops open loops open, looops. open, looops. open loops
1: open loops <laughs> Open Loops. You must listen to the Open Loops, a
0: theme park for absurd beliefs and systems of integration between the mind and the creative spirit. (laughs) Open
1: Loops. Good morning, everybody. Hello. Hello. You are tuned in to that late night talk show for the shamelessly fringe. It's Greg Bornstein here. Welcome to Open Loops with Greg Bornstein. Conversations that... And so wonderful to have you, you know, when I was in college, my acting teachers would always talk about ending sentences on the up note as a way of getting people to want to listen to the next line. So I suppose I still do that once in a while on this show. Yes, I am Greg Bornstein, your Consciousness Disruptor. Now you're going to think about that the whole time. Okay, why? Because I'm thinking about it the whole time. Consciousness Disruptor. Curator of Experience. Cultural Hypnotist. And Looper. Those are my titles. Now... What is a late-night talk show for the shamelessly fringe? What is this amalgamation of mind and spirit, intellect, and and woo-woo, and fantasy, and science, and all these different fields that, if you look over the titles of the Open Loops podcast, you'll see some weird stuff. How does it all come together? Because we're escaping intellectually, that is. You see, my goal on this show is to challenge your existing belief systems by sharing radically unique ideas designed to stimulate your unconscious mind and allow you to step into the highest version of yourself. We do that by talking about the things that take us away from it all, magic Hypnosis, the supernatural, the conspiratorial, the secretive, the mysterious, the hypnotic, the strange, the entertaining, the provocative, the taboo, anything that makes your brain go. I want to know more about that. It's the mind-blowing stuff because, well, actually some people always ask me, why open loops, what does that mean? I'll tell you about that later. This episode, by the way, is one of my favorite kind of conversations because when the offer is so straightforward, i.e., I can play sounds that heal your body, and I have software that does it, that's what Marla Moss does. Marla is a frequency medicine practitioner. Now, she's well-versed in other spiritual disciplines. I very much enjoy engaging with her about those topics. But her bread and butter is using sound frequencies to heal and doing it with precise accuracy. Now, in a weird way, me going into this episode as someone that is... hmm, not sure what the medical benefits are, very much respects the idea of bringing precision to this. My father, I've mentioned on other shows, is a radiation oncologist, and it really is, in a way, a parallel field. The idea of doing these full-body x-rays of people with breast cancer and using radiation with precision... On devices, these very thousands and thousands of dollar machines to laser away the cancer. What Marla talks about... Marla, are are you my father? Okay, you're not. Good. Well, now that we got that out of the way... In all seriousness, this is a very fun conversation because... We go all over the place with regard to the power of sounds. We talk about the famous brown note, which Marla brought back into my consciousness. That's interesting. We even talk about targeted individuals by the government. Yeah, that's... uh, This one gets weird, but also on the flip side of it, there is a science to the spiritual, which I always find a very interesting tension now, I want to tell all of you before we get into this interview, I have been doing a lot more on Facebook and YouTube recently. The links are in the show notes. If you look at Facebook, Open Loops Podcast, follow that page. You have to like it so you can get all the updates and whatnot. I'm going live. We had a great session last week with Ed Edwards and Leahy in Lee in uh, which also deals with science and energy and, and measuring brain waves. Fascinating show. What was fun about it is that we had some people who were watching live, actually, when we had one person come on the air. So make sure you follow those sources well so you can catch Open Loops before it goes out later as a podcast. We'll leave that live episode up there with Ed Edwards. It was very fascinating. The alien brain. Check that out. And of course, as always, if you enjoy Open Loops, please make sure to follow this on Apple Podcasts or whichever platform you use. And if you have the ability to rate the show, leave a review, even a couple of words. will help get this content out there. I would be so grateful. I'm grateful you're here. I really am. Marla Moss. You ready for the sounds of healing? Oh, mm, mm. that's not doing anything for you. It probably won't. But this interview will. Here's Marla. Marla Moss frequency medicine practitioner very interesting lady she she's she's been doing some good stuff and i have to tell you i listened to one of her uh one of these audio tones she made for for the 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 sacral chakra and after listening to this thing i was it it absolutely resonated with me she's doing very interesting work we're going to get into all of this including her business the second childhood marla thanks so much for coming on the show
0: my pleasure, Greg. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't screw up the time change.
1: <laughs> yes, you are in New Mexico, which is, uh, well, oh, wait, are you? You're in New Mexico or are you in Mexico proper? I'm in Mexico, Mexico. Oh my gosh. Old Mexico, yeah. Now, now, how did you, was there any spiritual reason you ended up there or?
0: Um, spiritual, I, no, I, I can't say it was a spiritual decision. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, right, because isn't that, that that's where the whole Carlos Castaneda thing, they, there are, there are shamans. There is something magical about uh, the tradition over there.
0: Yeah, and people say that about uh, where I am in Chiapas too, that the town has kind of a, a magical feel and it, it's it, it's kind of true. Things kind of manifest quickly here when you put it out there. So yeah, it's been interesting.
1: Are you, were you always a magical? Person, um, consciously aware yeah, I mean, of it.
0: <laughs> my parents said I was. They said that they, you know, what this um restaurant that they stopped at once, like when I started crying or stopped crying, the lights would flicker on and off, and so like the the restaurant was losing power in sync with my crying
1: oh that is interesting do 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 your parents uh were they were they ever spiritually uh inclined or well how did you grow up in terms of your spiritual beliefs
0: oh interesting um so well my mother was from the midwest and so she grew up you know with the compulsory um you know christian church attendance and my father was um his parents are from uh ireland and england and so he grew up with the compulsory catholic church obligation you know attendance and then he became kind of a a seeker later on in life and was interested in like the rosicrucian traditions and meditation and all this stuff um so yeah my mom was um she had cancer when I was growing up. And so she was into she got into alternative medicine treatments like this uh, Tibetan medicine and things like that. So I and you know, homeopathy. So I did have some exposure in my youth.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you know, it was interesting. I remember that there is a place, I don't know where it is in Mexico, but they have a they have an alternative treatment for cancer that it doesn't involve chemo whatsoever. And I remember when when my grandmother Uh, was going through some very severe pancreatic cancer, Uh, I absolutely was looking into every kind of alternative (laughs) medicine. Uh, And this place in Mexico had great reviews. Uh, It was really – it was interesting. I mean, you know, you never – Well, we'll we'll get into this with your work, because, you know, I think this question of placebo versus spiritual is always sort of what I'm curious about. But, um, you know, for cancer to be overcome using... Her herbs and natural substances and a regimented diet and whatnot, and and to have an entire clinic in Mexico dedicated to this makes me think there's something to it beyond what we're used to here in the U.S. and around the world. Um, What is what about you when it came to alternative medicine? Did you always buy into it? Were you more traditionally Western medicine? How did you how did you get into these realms, Marla?
0: Um, good question. So, you know, honestly, probably my, my dad being such a seeker was probably actually an obstacle I had to overcome in my spiritual journey, you know, warming up to things just because, um, you know, there was a lot of conflict in our relationship, but I guess I really started, um, I know my first kind of introduction to spirituality was a book by the Dalai Lama called the art of happiness. And yes, um, yes. Great. I read book. that when I was like 20. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I started meditating when I got sober in 2009. And, um, and then I started doing acupuncture, you know, to help with trauma and stuff like that. Um, and then, you know, in the last few years, I I built a business, um, digital marketing for acupuncturists. So I've been running Facebook ads and doing web hosting for acupuncturists. And then So that's how I got into frequency medicine, because one of the practitioners in my network um, said, hey, you know, you've got to try this. Let me do a session with you. And so I tried it. And then I was like, yeah, this is this is my thing now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you've really run with this. And uh, from from what I've read, I mean, there seems to be a uh, well, you're, you're mentioning names like Nikola Tesla. Uh, Mary Curie, Raymond Rife uh, but Albert Einstein uh, what is what was his contribution to this?
0: Um, you know I'm, I' I won't be able to give you a complete answer. I'm you know honestly'm I'm, I'm a little bit ignorant I just I do what works but um, he did say that you know all matter is energy that if you match the energy or vibration of the thing you want, you can't help but get it. Um, he was pretty, you know, for his day, pretty woo-woo for his day. So um yeah. And then, you know, the whole the whole launching of the field of quantum physics where um I mean, I can forgive myself for not knowing everything because of the course. whole idea about quantum physics is it's it's beyond our human understanding. And that's kind of the definition of it in a way. So yeah, like, yeah. If you think you understand quantum physics like you're most you're most definitely confused i think the quote is
1: (laughs) that's right that's right yes absolutely absolutely uh so okay but but it's based in uh different well these different scientific paradigms um that sort of overlap with spirituality um that's interesting i'm trying to think about how (laughs) <laughs> what what the world would look like if people were just doing it? Well, okay, we'll, we'll take a step back for a second. How would you define frequency medicine?
0: So um, I don't have like a quip prepared or anything, but it, it's based on the reality that each of our organs and cells and systems in our body vibrates at a very specific frequency when we are in optimal health. And when there's a disruption in our, you know, function due to trauma or, you know, strong emotion, um, infection, inflammation, or anything like that, the vibration is off. And, and these, these frequencies are, are measurable and they, they can be influenced. So, um, frequency medicine is both the reading of these energies. It's a scientific process. It's not like I sit there and you know, um, say, oh, this is your, this is your vibe. I'm feeling, you know, it's,
1: yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. a scientific
0: process. And, uh, so we can measure the frequency of, for example, someone's liver, um, and, and it'll show up as being, um, a little bit out of balance based on the frequency that it's vibrating at. And so, um, we can also send frequencies to the liver to balance out the liver and have
1: it performing in optimal health again. And is it, is it mostly sound frequencies that you dealt with or is it other kinds of things? So
0: these frequencies make a sound, but they're actually scalar waves. And so right. they're kind of um, spiral or corkscrew shaped. And the really cool thing about them is that they can go through like even the core of the earth and not be distorted. Yeah.
1: Wow. <laughs> and
0: they can I can send, um, these waves to people in other countries, you know, most of my clients are in the US and Canada and um and the the way they bounce back is, you know, it's it's accurate based on what's going on in that person's body.
1: Why is this sounds pretty radical. Uh, and yeah
0: and and that they can <laughs> this is even more radical and this took me a while to even, Um, except I won't say I've gotten my head around it, but, um, that if, when I create a profile for somebody in the software I use, it captures that person's energetic imprint. So, um, just based on like their name, age, um, height, weight, and a selfie, um, yeah, then the software can read them remotely and generate reports on their health, similar to like a blood panel and an MRI. If, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and you don't understand this. You just know it's accurate.
0: Yep. Yeah. I don't I don't fully understand it, but you know, a lot of my clients are healthcare providers themselves or you know, people who take the reports to their healthcare provider and they're like, yeah, no, this is spot on. So
1: Wait a minute. Are they trying? They must be trying to shut you down. They- that's why you're in Mexico. They kicked you out of the country for knowing this stuff. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. This is crazy. I mean, how did what healthcare providers? This is. um. Do you do you think there is going to there's going to be a movement of people that support more of this stuff? Is, are you out there trying to get it? I mean, it's kind of uh, it really goes against what we know.
0: Yeah, it, it's a total paradigm shift, and Einstein himself said that uh, frequency medicine is the medicine of the future. So I think he foresaw that this was going to kind of become the thing, and and I I do see that happening because um, the machine or the technology that I use used to only be available in like a thirty thousand dollar desktop, um, you know, stationary thing, and now it's available in a smartphone app. So it's kind of never before been as accessible to the masses and i foresee in the next you know 5 years that it's going to especially when people doing more um you know stuff remotely then it's it's really just going to blow up
1: yeah who uh, tell me about the software a little bit do you know the creator do you know wh- where where does this all come from
0: um so the the technology uh, the company is based in Utah, and it's called Solex.
1: Okay. That's interesting. Were these people that founded it, were they, I mean, I imagine they must be very into alternative medicine or spirituality to be able to codify this in the software. That That's interesting. And, and especially in a time, Marla, where... You know, Mark Zuckerberg, as we recorded this two weeks ago, we're, we're calling it meta instead of Facebook or or changing things. There is an interesting line, I think, of tech meeting reality and for some people, tech meeting spirituality. Uh, what is your what are, you, what are your thoughts on the way that that intersection could have even happened in the first place to make this software work as effectively as it does?
0: Well, the interesting thing about it is I think it's showing us that spirituality is actually, you know, quite scientific. You know, because this thing that people have been saying forever, you know, I can I'm from California, okay?
1: So yeah. there's the vibes.
0: Well, <laughs> you know, yeah, we, let it we, out,
1: let it out. Peace, yeah. <laughs> peace, love, yes.
0: Yeah, you know, good vibes and all this and um and Frequency Medicine is really sending people good vibes with scientific precision.
1: Yeah. So these pe- have you have you met any of these people in Utah? Are they uh, are they coding software coding geniuses? Are they I mean, you don't have to know, though. I'm Just curious if there's like a time when they, everybody comes together.
0: I've I've never been um, I've never been to their headquarters or anything like that. They do host events and. Um, You know training retreats and stuff like that
1: yeah this is fascinating stuff curious about some some examples of uh times it's really worked uh especially with healthcare providers doing it i mean uh what has been yeah what what are some things that otherwise you know medical journals wouldn't have been able to explain that you've seen in your time doing this
0: so Uh, Well, just this morning, a client messaged me and told me that since she'd been listening to the audio tones I sent her, her psoriasis is gone. Um, Yeah, I had a child who uh, was having um, PANDAS symptoms that kind of, you know, that had um, come on after he'd taken um, a a course of antibiotics and... Um, after just a few days of the audio tones, he wasn't acting, you know, he wasn't hiding under furniture anymore. Um, and gosh, so much. I, one of the, the, one of the first amazing things that happened was I, um, I did a session with my nutritionist and she had actually not been able to eat a lot of different food. She was incredibly restricted and hadn't been able to figure out why. Right. And I ran, um, you know, the scans on her and it turned out she had all of these parasites that she didn't know about. And this is, this is way out there, but I swear it happened. So, um, uh, the scan was able to show what, what parasites she had. So then she was able to go to YouTube. Okay. And there's actually a huge sound bank of frequencies on YouTube, okay? I tell people it's like a virtual medicine cabinet. But she played frequencies for these specific parasites and killed them. And then after three weeks was able to eat things that she hadn't been able to eat in three years of just trying to address the problem with diet alone. So all of a sudden she's able to eat um, animal products like honey, milk, um, meat, and some fruits that she couldn't digest before
1: wow 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 this is it's very powerful it sounds like uh what do you think is there a certain type of person that would respond better to to this form of medicine than say reiki or hypnotherapy Uh, what are your thoughts on that
0: um, first of all, just to, you know, address the power of suggestion thing, you know, it, it doesn't really matter if you believe in it because it's frequency. So they go to your body, whether you believe right. in them or not, well, so right. it doesn't take a believer to be effective. Um, I would say that frequency medicine is, is definitely a game changer for people with the mystery illnesses. So, um, just this last week, I was able to help someone figure out, to help two people figure out the cause of their mystery illnesses, and it turned out to be um, toxic mold, black mold, stachybotrys, and the other one had Lyme. And so these people had been dealing with these, um, you know, problems for, in, And sometimes when I see people, it's, it's for decades, and they're just like, oh, I've just always been tired. And um, I play a freak, and first of all, so what happens is the reports will show a pattern, it'll show um, either lime or black mold. And then, you know, all of their symptoms will show up there on the report and it'll, you'll kind of see that how they could all be related and you start putting the pieces together. And then, so for this one woman, I played the lime frequency for her and she's like, and she's like, what are you doing right now? What is that? I feel that. And she's like, I feel like this, I'm getting energy work done. And so this lime frequency is actually in there um you know addressing the lime and she's noticing that she's feeling you know energized and like yes. actually alive for the first time since she could even almost remember
1: <laughs> so yeah that is I, that is what is weird about it i'm and i'm also looking at different sound paradigms that i understand for instance the one that gets a lot of credit in in the spiritual community and certainly uh you know when it when i talk to other hypnotists they talk about using binaural beats and th- <laughs> which is it free it's it's brainwave stuff i mean they're talking about now there is sometimes there is a blurry line where these beats are one one for for those that don't know it's when you have different Tones playing in your ear and that one side of the ear and the the other and uh, the the way they're structured is that I can't even speak to this well, but they <laughs> playing it at the same time supposedly sinks your brain waves to match a certain state—beta, delta, theta, whatever it is—and often is attributed to being able to heal, uh, or or at least bring you to an altered state of consciousness where healing's more likely is there any parallel with that whatsoever or is this completely different
0: you know i i haven't really gotten into binaural beats i know a lot of people have had um really great experiences with them frequency medicine gets a lot more specific like i have yeah um as i have a catalog of of like 250,000 frequencies that i can um You know send people for specific things and so yeah it's just it gets more specific i'll say the word again specific
1: yeah 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 what i also find is interesting is that marla you uh and we're gonna get to why you called your business the second childhood uh which is intriguing to me but This does sound very, very clinical in a way that almost I'm going, is Marla having fun doing this? Is it almost too easy? Because in the sense of, I think a lot of healers, I know I'm like this as an overthinker. uh, I think a lot of healers Mm -hmm. like this idea that, well, we're going to discover what the source of the illness is that's what you have to do if we don't know where the pain is coming from if we see that the Mm. the chakras are out of balance then we're going to spend time with this person and start to dig in and oh i'm picking up something was there yeah was there was there a miscarriage in your when you were you know just married or anything like that uh yes so they, they start to uncover that but you're saying okay here's here's the scan here's the frequency it's almost like take the pill, you're done, you're cured. You don't even have to get into any of that person's baggage. Um, do you do you ever wish you could?
0: No, I I mean, I, I do ask questions sometimes, but you know, like I'll ask somebody, oh, you know, um, oh gosh, has anyone ever suggested you might have diabetes or um, you know, have you been exposed to uh do you do you have you ever suspected you might have mold in your home? You know, something like that. But It's funny when when you said that, because it's absolutely true. People are like, oh, I'll I'll send you a picture of my knee and, you know, all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, I I really don't need it. I mean, it it sounds kind of arrogant, but it's like, I I don't need to see your infected toe. Like, I don't need any of that because I have the tools, um, you know, the yeah, I mean. I know, it's
1: interesting. Yeah. (laughs) It's weird.
0: Yeah. and It is weird.
1: (laughs) it's very weird it's very it's very straight line which is different than a lot of a lot of healers and people i've had on the show they talk all around and get into and it's interesting stuff but you're very it's very methodical which is fascinating to me
0: yeah and i i like that because i think that things can become very distorted when you're relying on a patient to self-report um and you know, things go through three or four different practitioners. And by the time it gets to you, you've, I don't know, whatever. So I, I, I do appreciate, and, you know, I do appreciate that it's very straightforward and it's direct. It doesn't allow room for human error, which I think is a huge um, benefit in, you know, medicine these days. And Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, do you see uh, I I, I think it's great that it works and it's interesting. Well, actually, yeah, let me ask you this. What does keep it so interesting to you if it is that straightforward? Because I know I know for a fact that I've studied hypnosis and I want to keep learning more about it and it goes deeper. And there are other ways of speaking to the subconscious mind and and all that kind of mind mental stuff uh, is it's endlessly fascinating to me. What is it in this field? I mean, is it is it just, hey, here's a way to heal that people aren't talking about? What is it that keeps you intrigued by this work?
0: Well, that's a great question. I I appreciate that because we should be asking ourselves these questions. Um, what keeps me intrigued is, you know, I genuinely enjoy, uh, you know, whenever a client says to me like, wow, I can't believe this, um, this worked, or I can't believe, you know, I've tried everything and, and imagine that this remote appointment that we never even met each other. And that this is the thing I needed. Um, I love, I love seeing people get results. That's definitely appealing to me. And. I think what keeps it interesting, I guess, on an intellectual level for me is, um, you know, there is always room for growth for me and learning more and more things. You know, I, I don't have a medical uh, background or healthcare training, so there's always room for me to increase my ability to spot patterns in the reports. Um, you know, the, the software does its own optimization of people, but... Uh, you know, at the end of a session, I put together a special playlist for people um, based on the things that the software couldn't finish, you know, optimizing in just that session. And so they take the playlist and listen to it later. And so that requires some intuitive and, you know, health knowledge of how the human body works. Um, Honestly, I think, you know, I, I don't think I could do um, just frequency medicine, because, you know, like you said, it's so automatic, like where's, where's the fun for me. So, and I can kind of, this kind of segues into your question about my business name, which is um, the second childhood. So originally I wanted to do coaching and coach specifically survivors of child abuse or anyone with childhood trauma into, uh, healing from that With the help of the Frequency Medicine, which has programs especially tailored for, um, you know, lifelong emotional issues, and combine that with coaching to help people um, who might not otherwise think that it was possible for them to become entrepreneurs. Because, um, so I'm a survivor of child abuse. And for me, my journey into entrepreneurship has absolutely been a part of my healing. So while... yeah, so I I really wanted to to kind of combine those and you know I use frequency I do um, I call it quantum co-working sessions and so I get together with some entrepreneurs and I play a frequency playlist for us that helps us focus and get stuff done faster. So I combine frequency medicine in both you know the healing and growth aspects of you know recovering from the past and building a future that. That we can really look forward to
1: and enjoy. That's interesting. So when you do these playlists for a group of entrepreneurs, are you? I guess it goes back to sort of that binaural beats question, which is: Are there general frequency? To, oh, well, yeah, you, you did play this, this, uh, that, that low, that root chakra tone that you've created. Yet yeah, that that definitely is a great example of a generalized thing that absolutely worked for me. Uh, but do you feel I mean, if you worked with these entrepreneurs, do you ever do you do you have to get the scan first in order to get the playlist right? Or are there general tones that are just going to get you right into that focus?
0: Yeah, there are general tones that get you right into that focus. So things like um, resolve, determination, um, focus, clarity, uh, productivity. Um, I throw in, uh, confidence and self-esteem frequencies too. you know, entrepreneurs are always, um, we always have some obstacle in terms of mindset and self-esteem to overcome. So, yeah, I don't, so people don't have to do a, a private session with me to benefit from, from those frequencies the same way that, um, you and other people I shared the sacral chakra frequency with didn't need to do a session with me to, you know, to feel a difference with that
1: yeah yeah this makes me think about everything we're listening to because if this is <laughs> this is what this does in a concentrated way i'm going how much do you think pop music do you think the music that they play in stores do you think how much an effect on the <laughs> psyche is music right just regular music
0: uh, i think any music lover would tell you that it, it has a huge effect on the psyche
1: do you think it's, it, it does it ever get to, like, do you ever hear something and go, ah, there's a frequency in here that is messing up the public, therefore no more Taylor <laughs> Swift for the masses. You know, that kind of thing. I mean, I'm, I'm curious.
0: Okay, honestly, I've never had that thought independently, but um, there was this, uh, and and I don't know if this is true, but um, this meme I saw that said that something like the Rothschilds um, uh, like paid off the music industry to change the uh, hurts emitted by all recorded music to something that would disturb humanity and like put us in a place of disharmony and fear. Yeah. Um, And I definitely think that is possible. Um, And I, you know, I, I think I don't necessarily think about it in terms of pop music, although it's definitely possible. I mean, there's a lot of songs I hear that I'm just, you know, you too, right? Like you're just like, absolutely not. We're not listening to this, not even just for a short drive, you know.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: But if you get into um the stories of people who say that they're targeted individuals and that the government is actually intentionally sending them frequencies to um, you know, make their lives unbearable, uh, then yeah. And, you know, I see frequency medicine as kind of an antidote to that, because it's for the first time, it's, it's being the power is being put in the hands of the people to not just um, counteract harmful frequencies, but actually, you know, manage our own health. At home, that is
1: very interesting. The targeted thing. Yes. Okay, I want to go into more of that a little bit. Have you ever has anybody ever worked with you and said, hey, I'm targeted by the government. Do you have something? And if not, do do you have the Do you have the remedy? Could you do it?
0: I so I have not worked with anyone who claims to be a targeted individual, Um, and I don't know Honestly, I don't know how that would go down because I think, and I think, I don't think anybody really knows what we're dealing with in, in cases like that.
1: Um,
0: yeah, I did have a, a gentleman with, um, tinnitus and, um, you know, we did consider that that could be a possibility, but, um, the but then i think it's it's also very possible because he was not able to isolate variables such as he needed to be uh working on the computer and he was also very depressed and so on the computer even when he wasn't working and you know in uh, southern california where there's just a ton of emf pollution and so we weren't able to really isolate the variables enough to you know move forward with that hypothesis
1: this is fascinating because it does make me think people that understand the light side of things must also know the dark so they know what to deal with uh so i guess my question for you is this marla if the government contracted you right now and said hey we want you to target the people we need you to use your frequency power do you do you have the means to do it? Do you I guess, in other words, do you believe that there are frequencies out there that they have that are actually messing those people up? Is this work that powerful?
0: So you've asked me two questions. First of all,
1: <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. Of course. I don't think you're going to take the job. I Yeah, I'm sure I did ask two questions because that's always what happens with me. But yes, feel feel free. If you can track both of those and answer both, I'd appreciate it.
0: Okay, first of all, uh, it is conceivable to me that there are frequencies that can cause negative uh, health outcomes, uh, both mental and physical, in the human population. It's totally conceivable to me that this would be something that the government would do. Um, uh, I do not have the power to, uh, to do that. The worst thing I could do uh, to somebody would be to relieve their constipation against their will at an inconvenient time.
1: Really? Wait a minute. How? What? <laughs> <laughs> now is that something you learned, or is that something you've uh, accidentally stumbled on? Tell me. Tell me about the constipation situation.
0: So, have you ever heard of the brown note?
1: Oh my gosh, I haven't. Please talk about this. This sounds fascinating. <laughs>
0: Well, there was this kind of um, rumor that at certain concerts, a, a band would play a note that would make everybody crap their pants. And, um, and you know, it's just a rumor. But when I started doing frequency medicine, I realized that this could actually be true. Um, it could be in the sense that I have frequencies for, you know, mild laxative, relieving constipation. Yeah. Clearing out the bowels, and um, and I based on experience, I'll just say that I won't play them for anybody who's not within 10 feet of a bathroom.
1: Oh my gosh, the brown note, what in the world? Okay, this is. <laughs> This is fascinating. I <laughs> there have to be other notes out there. I mean, is there a sneeze note? Is there a is there a nausea note? I mean, what other what other bodily functions do you think you can play, Marla?
0: Um. Oh gosh, great questions. Um. No, I can't trigger sneezes. Um, and and that's that's right. That's really why I mentioned um that's really why I mentioned the Brown note because, uh, it's kind of the only thing I can really think of that would trigger a bodily function and the most extreme example of that. Um, yeah, you could, I mean, you can clear someone's lymph glands or, you know, someone's congested, you can work with them on that. I mean, ah, yeah, but nothing that's, yeah. I mean, you really, you really can't harm people with the freak, with the frequencies that i have
1: that's good that's good uh yeah and you also have this idea that we are a song i've seen you put that out there that that all of us are are we're songs humans songs is uh what do you mean by that so
0: what I mean is just that our our bodies, since everything in our body, every function and every organ and every cell has a frequency, we're really just a collection of frequencies and the unique, um, you know, composition of our composition. There you go. See what I did there?
1: Yes, um, yes, love that. That's <laughs> our a good point.
0: Composition is <laughs> is scientifically speaking it's a song it's like your body is an orchestra and all of these all of these um parts are you know like individual instruments in an orchestra they have their own sound that they emit and so each person has their own unique energetic imprint which is what i referred to earlier uh, which is just the collection of all the frequencies of their body working together
1: this now this sounds like an interesting business idea for you have you ever tried to figure out what the song is have you ever taken someone's frequencies all of them going on put them together and see what comes out
0: you know that's that's an interesting idea i don't have the ability to turn someone's frequency into like a song that you could hear um but it definitely shows up on their reports you know yeah like white blood cell count all this it just uh it it would be interesting to turn into an actual piece of music that you could hear but
1: yeah (laughs) i know that that seems like an interesting i could see that being a worldwide project almost like uh what was that the human genome project they were doing years ago mapping everyone's dna seeing the the elegance the patterns and then looking at global populations and the way it connected to events happening in the i mean people were always doing this stuff but uh it fascinates me that yeah sound is so key to everything
0: yeah and i guess i mean i I mean if you just want to take it take it very you know literally the sound of your voice is your song and the sound of your voice is impacted by the frequencies of what's going on inside your body. So um, some people like myself who've done a lot of trauma healing have noticed that our voices have changed as we've uh, progressed on the healing journey because this blocked energy and, you know, stored emotion in our bodies Uh, It changes the frequencies of our body and, in turn, changes the tone of our voice. So,
1: That's a really interesting point. What did you sound like before?
0: You know, my voice was just not as deep. Uh, It wasn't going as deep because I had so much blocked energy um, in there. So... Yeah. And, and, you know, the voice analysis I use it, I do record people's voices. So if you do a session with me, I'll record your voice for 10 seconds and run it through the software. And it'll tell you everything about, you know, what kind of screwed up things happened to you in your childhood. Um, you know, like what you're eating, what you're allergic to all this kind of stuff. So,
1: emotional. Curious now.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Oh my God. What happened if you ran this podcast through your software?
0: (laughs) Well, I guess it would, it would give us, it would be your voice and my voice, right? So yes.
1: yes. Would it be able to differentiate or would it distort because of,
0: yeah, I don't know. We'd be like sharing a set of, of headphones. Yeah. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. We need we need it. We need it to be clear. Um, it's best
0: to do it individually. That's the voice analysis is one of the tools that needs to be done individually.
1: Yeah, to be effective. that, yeah. that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, I, I, yes, I. I guess I just want to know if it thought it. You know, this this was a decent episode. Um, there's my ego wanting it, <laughs> wanting the validation, whatever. Um, okay, so yeah. look, so <laughs> yeah, am yeah, messing with you. Okay, so here's my question for you then, with regard to energy and sound. Um, can you speak at all to the Schumann resonance? Uh, resonance, the Schumann resonance. A lot of spiritual people talk about it. It's always been a little arcane to me. I've never quite understood it. Um d- does does this play into your work at all? Do you believe in it? What well, what are your thoughts?
0: Um I wish I could say more about it. I've seen the Schumann resonance the frequency on YouTube. Um I've listened to it briefly, honestly. I've been so focused on um moving myself forward in in with specific uh you know emotional and physical healing goals and and helping my clients that i haven't really sat with it and and thought about how it made me you know feel or how it resonated so
1: is that the same thing as yeah. the frequency of love is that that mm-hmm. or is it a different thing i remember oh my gosh this was great i was at a. One of my last jobs that I was doing, I saw an ad and I started posting this everywhere for everyone to listen to. And in, in the company chat room, uh, I was like, "Guys, we need some more love in this office." Someone was advertising the frequency of love, and they were selling. Uh, they they were selling tuning forks essentially d- that you could buy and doing like a crazy upcharge, you know, fifty, sixty dollars to get these tuning forks, but. Uh, I was, <laughs> it seemed silly to me that just listening to this all the time was going to bring all the love in the heart and heal, but they attributed a lot of properties to it. Um, wh- is there a love frequency? Is that, what, what exact do you buy into that? What are your thoughts?
0: There is a love frequency. Yes. Yeah. And I find it effective. It, I don't, I don't see it as um, a love potion per se. I'm right. not sure if that's kind of what was being sold. Um, but there's a love frequency and I find it really helpful for, um, people who don't have experience with that frequency, you know, from their early years, including myself, I think wow. we all need a little love and the frequency has definitely helped me.
1: Does it help with heartbreak? Is there a heartbreak frequency?
0: Yeah, <laughs> no. I, and I would never send someone a heartbreak frequency, but, um,
1: Or, or to get over the heartbreak,
0: you know, that's, that's, it's, it's healing. So there, I would, I would probably, um, I would do for somebody with heartbreak, I would, uh, do the voice analysis. So they'd get these four ethereally beautiful audio tones that, um, that are designed to help with resolution of emotional issues. I would do probably, uh, frequencies for depression and trauma as well. Yeah. And and love, confidence, and self-esteem. Yeah.
1: That's that what I would do. Good. Sounds like a great sounds like a great recipe. I mean, really, uh, this is this is stuff that uh sound is so powerful. It's just so uh Yeah, what you said before. Yes. I mean, it was an obvious question in a lot of ways. It absolutely affects the psyche, listening to music. It can change. It's one of the best consciousness uh, alteration tools that we have, music. Uh, I use it all the time. Here's what I'm curious about, Marla. How do you make it? how are you making it? Are you, do you play instruments? Are you just using a computer program? Are they, how, how are you actually uh, creating these tones?
0: So the software actually creates them. I don't, I don't do any of it. It's not, um, yeah, no room for Marla error. <laughs> That's interesting.
1: Have you ever wanted to play an instrument? Have you ever played an instrument?
0: Yes. I've played uh clarinet and piano and, um, I was taking voice lessons a while ago too i do write music
1: i'm oh, a songwriter that's now okay so this is what i'm wondering if you played these songs and wrote them and worked the medicine in what uh what 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 magical yes. damage could you do to the planet i mean uh, yeah i yeah what could you, <laughs> could you bring us all together with with your knowledge of the way this music works
0: you know, I actually have have thought of that. The inner voice tones, uh, I think especially I've I've thought about because they have a feel to them, you know, an emotional feel. And it so inspires me to um put lyrics over them. So I've definitely thought about that. And it's not something I've taken action on, but yeah.
1: Yeah. We want we want Marla Moss on. sounds like a uh I don't know, sounds like a country singer for sure. Um <laughs> I think you'd be great at this this could be That's this funny. i love it i love it uh and of course well you know we haven't talked about some of these other things that you do uh i know that you enjoy astral travel and, and you do lucid dreaming as well as talk to people who've passed over uh, does any of that play into this at all have you been yeah. able to connect any of these other spiritual explorations uh to this work
0: I, you know, I haven't, uh, I don't have professional offers around, you know, mediumship or any of the other things. It's mostly a personal um, hobby.
1: Personal hobby? Talking to dead people?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, I love it. I mean, when, when, I mean, when someone's throwing a cookbook across your kitchen, I mean, you kind of, I mean, you don't always want to engage, but it it can be helpful to engage if you know if you feel like you have the skills to resolve, whatever their issue is.
1: Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. A cookbook, uh, wait, like uh or are, are we talking like paranormal activity? Yeah. When did this happen? Tell me yeah. more about this. This is fascinating.
0: So uh, my daughter and I were dog sitting in Florida. And this woman, um, left us, you know, in with her, with her two dogs and, um, and yeah, so I walked in the kitchen one day and the kitchen and the cookbook was, um, just s- kind of splayed open on the floor and everybody asked me this. No, I didn't look to see which recipe it was open to.
1: <laughs> right, right, right. Um,
0: yeah, uh, but So I, you know, I looked into it a little bit and, um, it turned out to be my grandmother who had done it because she, she messes with me sometimes when I don't thank her enough. She's kind of one of my closest spirit guardians and, um, yeah. So I really needed to thank her. Thank, you know, thank you, grandma, for helping us line up these dog sits so that, you know, we're not wasting money on a hotel and all this stuff when we were traveling in Florida and, um, yeah, she did. She did other, she's funny. You know, she did other stuff too. Like we were, we were leaving another dog sit in Florida and I couldn't find my keys. And we like had to drive to the airport and catch a flight. And I was totally freaking out. But I remembered that last time grandma got mad that I didn't thank her. And so I, I just sat there and I, you know, I was like, grandma, I so appreciate you know everything you've done for me. She's kind of looked out for me a lot. Um, you know I, i've become estranged from my biological family, but I always talk to my grandma and yeah. um, and then just like a few seconds later, I found the keys in the trash can.
1: Wow. Yeah, this we is went interesting. Away,
0: so. Yeah. I, <laughs> I hope it doesn't uh, hurt my credibility as like a frequency medicine practitioner, but it's definitely a part of my life.
1: So Well, maybe it makes it more legit in some ways. I mean, you, you're you clearly <laughs> tuned into some other realms here. Does uh, your daughter saw this cookbook fly across?
0: She saw it on the floor. She didn't see oh. it fly. Yeah.
1: Okay. Does, <laughs> does she look at you as kind of like a... I mean, that's kind of a badass move to be able to address the spirits when there's weird stuff going on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you know, house sitting, we never really knew what we were walking into. Right. So, yeah. But yeah, my daughter, she's, you know, sh- she gets it. If if I can't, you know, I'll misplace my wallet and she'd be like, you haven't talked to your grandma lately, have you? You haven't called your grandma, have you? <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh. This is all so fascinating stuff. Yeah. Uh, And, and look, I mean, I have to ask you about this because I know that you also have delved into microdosing a little bit where, where can that help where frequency medicine can't.
0: So yeah, I've been microdosing ayahuasca and it's, you know, ayahuasca is often called the mother. Um, and it's similar to what I experienced when I was, um, doing, when I had this, um, what am I talking about? When I was using cannabis on a daily basis, just a little bit to help manage depression. Um, it's, it literally the mother in the sense that, uh, for me, it's given me the sense of being in the presence of a loving mother that, you know, the kind of which I didn't know in my own um, upbringing. Yeah. And so it's, it's been a very gentle bringing to light of, you know, my blind spots in terms of my the way I live my life and my relationships with other people.
1: So, so it is... So yeah, who would you hey. I've I, I never understood who who do we recommend? I mean, people microdose psilocybin for depression. Uh, I've heard of LSD. that was the big thing that happened in Silicon Valley, but ayahuasca uh, do, do you see things? Do you I mean I, what what is the experience when you microdose such a powerful drug?
0: so there's there's no visuals or you know you don't throw up or anything it's a very small dose um not recommended for schizophrenics by the way um right yeah just throwing that out there because some people you know you might pick it up and think oh you know whatever but um um hey sorry what did you ask me
1: (laughs) 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 It's i know i was asking about the experience of microdosing ayahuasca in particular
0: yeah, so um you know 45 minutes later after just you know putting a couple drops um in my in well I was having it I was having it on um these guys I know here locally make a uh, raw yogurt and they sell raw honey so I was having for breakfast this raw yogurt with raw honey and a couple of drops of ayahuasca on it uh for breakfast and um about 45 minutes later you start to notice it um for me, it feels just kind of like a settling into this place of, um, feeling loved. Yeah. Which is, you know, a feeling I've chased many other ways in my life and, um, yeah, so it's kind of this, it's been this gentle, um, you know, really helping enable self-reflection, you know, the parts of ourselves that can seem too scary to look at without a little bit of support um it's been good for that for me
1: fascinating and it makes me wonder about well that that's another thing that binaural beats sometimes claim to be able to do they they take you into it's all about altered states i mean i remember in college i was started listening to these to these drugs they, they also called it a quote-unquote virtual uh, drug cabinet, if you will, um, and mm-hmm. it was supposed to take you to, you could feel like you're high. One claimed you would experience LSD. Rarely mm-hmm. did they did, but tell me this, is there frequency medicine that can speak to the similar changes in consciousness that happen with microdosing?
0: You know, I meant to look that up before our call. I don't know the answer to that, but I urge everybody who listens to this to go on YouTube and and search for ayahuasca frequency. <laughs> <laughs> <And you> can, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I imagine if there's frequencies for, you know, the other um psychedelics you mentioned that someone's probably put something up there. I don't know how credible or good it would be. Though. Yeah, and
1: the other thing is you're dealing with you're dealing with the body and um it's like a spiritual way into the body and the, and we're talking about realms of mind, which what does that even mean? Uh, let me ask you this sort of the, to tie this all together. Yeah. What do you think is the mind body connection? How would you separate those things in your understanding of the way this all works? Uh, how did? How should we look at ourselves? What are we as beings on this earth? Oh my gosh, that's a heavy question. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the mind-body connection. What do sure, you think? Just just a quick
0: question for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. So, oh, first of all, what can I say? Something else first, because yeah, when you said about um, you know, ayahuasca frequencies, I did want to mention that there are frequencies for certain plants. So, um, I don't know if you've heard of Bach flower remedies.
1: I haven't. No, what's that? Okay,
0: so they're basically um, distilled essences of certain, uh, you know, plant essences, flower essences, and, um, you know, the Bach flower remedies, the company makes a Bach rescue remedy, which is popular for anxiety and things like that. So I do have a library of flower frequencies that I've used to, and this is one of my craziest stories. Of using the flower frequencies, because the great thing is, is they go into the flowers treat very specific. I'm not supposed to say the word treat. I could, whatever. Don't sue me.
1: Right, Um, right, right they help with
0: address yeah very specific types of anxiety and if you're kind of a moody person like me it it's like it's like paradise because you're like wow this this software understands like 50 different flavors of despair and alienation you know
1: right but so
0: i made someone a frequency playlist um a friend's mother actually i made her a frequency playlist for her anxiety without telling her and this was an emergency situation where the my friend was like considering estrangement. And um, anyway, the, the mom, her personality changed in like a couple of hours after that playlist frequency. And she was no longer this, um, we, we, the frequencies that I put on her playlist were for anxiety. And I included a very specific type of anxiety in the Bach flower remedy uh, library for, um, it was like an unexplainable anxiety that you know doesn't seem to have any cause or whatever like that. And, um, yeah, she was like a different person after that she was, um, she'd been acting like a child in her daughter's family. And from, she basically just flew the nest and started living her own life after that.
1: Fascinating. Fascinating. Yeah. I also saw that you have frequencies for d- the divine masculine and the divine feminine. Um, I, that's kind of, that's a little more spiritual in a sense. I mean, I'm sure you could tie those things to specific parts of the body. Uh, people have done it for years, but what is, what? how do you medically address those two things?
0: So on my divine masculine playlist, uh, there are characteristics that we often think of um, as being masculine such as you know decisiveness um resolved they are some of the frequencies are similar to the ones i have on my um getting shit done playlist the one i use for co-working but uh (laughs) yeah more of that active decisive um masculine energy that that you know for whatever reason the masculine um or male biology seems to support
1: uh, yeah. So it's, so it's, it's, it's your take on what those qualities are that, yeah, I was going to say, I don't feel there, there, there can't be a divine, if you found the divine masculine frequency, uh, yeah, I mean, if there was just one frequency, everybody would sign up for that thing, I would think.
0: Well, you're welcome to. um
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: So basically what I did was. Um, I, I guess what I've done is kind of thought about my life and the, and the energies that have been missing from my life. I had an alcoholic, um, emotionally absent father who was also abusive and, you know, I didn't necessarily absorb these frequencies into my life of, um, just certain things that having a healthy masculine role model around can, can do for a kid. So I chose frequencies that for me help fill that void and um, correct that imbalance. So I'm more able to um, take that masculine role in my own life when I need to.
1: This is, look, I mean, I know we're gonna wrap up here, but now now that you've mentioned your father again, I'm going, how did this guy who's studying rosicrucianism uh why was he why is he such a dick um i mean (laughs) what yeah for i mean and this might just be a warning for people out there just because you're studying this stuff and and being attuned to spirituality uh doesn't mean you're gonna be a good person i mean did you see any side of him at all that was about understanding the heart connection and creativity and source (laughs) or it just a complete i mean was it a smoke show this sounds like a very complex figure
0: yeah you know it's i think we're all complex and as i've you know my parents have both passed away and and especially you know after that and you know over a decade of healing and especially having a child of my own now and being in the in the position of the imperfect parent Um, I'm definitely able to grasp more how my parents could have been, you know, good in some ways and, and not so great in others. I, my father was a genuine spiritual seeker. Uh, those efforts were crippled by his alcoholism. And I believe also by unresolved trauma stemming from his, um, Native American and Irish ancestry. So I, uh, you know, and then I think also crippled by just, you know, garden variety, male entitlement. So, right. Yeah. I think he was genu- genuinely seeking, just perhaps not seeking in the right places.
1: <laughs> yeah. Now yeah. I'm thinking, is there like a male entitlement frequency? Get rid of that thing.
0: I don't have it. Thank goodness. Yeah. Don't
1: <laughs> Good. <TV. laughs> oh, my gosh. No, I mean, this is all very interesting stuff. And uh, future medicine will be the medicine of frequencies. I do you. Is there any movement? I mean, you've had these mer- medical practitioners who have taken this. Have they have? Are we going to start seeing this in hospitals soon? What do you think, Marla?
0: Well, so some of my clients, you know, they choose to buy the software themselves and some of those clients are healthcare practitioners, Um, a lot of acupuncturists and chiropractors, uh, functional medicine practitioners, naturopaths have adopted this technology for use in their practice, it speeds up the diagnostic process it, you know, it gives their, their patients something to look at that's concrete that kind of confirms what the practitioner is saying. Um, it helps them, you know, f- figure out patterns that might take them a long time otherwise to kind of guess and take stabs at and provides a pretty direct way to address problems. So I do see more and more practitioners in the future taking this on either um, in adjunct to their, you know, existing skills or, you know, like me, just taking it and using it as a, a freestanding modality in itself. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about hospitals. Um, Yeah, but I mean, there was a time when we couldn't picture acupuncture in hospitals either. So,
1: yeah, that's true. (laughs) Would you come back to America if they said, Marla, we want you to bring this to the hospitals?
0: (laughs) So, first of all, I'm not exiled from the United States. (laughs) I I know you're not (laughs) for the record.
1: She's in Mexico, but you're not exiled. Yes.
0: Um, yeah, you know, I'd love to be of service to um, the future of frequency medicine in any way I can right now. I don't feel like that uh, depends on me living in a certain place. And I'm certainly not, you know, a figurehead of, you know, I I wouldn't be the person they would I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't be the person they would call. But um,
1: that's what I find so interesting about you. I feel that you you're definitely you have opinions. I feel that you, 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 strong opinions about spirituality. Uh, I feel that you really do believe in this work and you've clearly had results. And I'm going, yeah, but you're also pretty. Yeah, I don't feel that Marla Moss is out there trying to be an influencer um, or or stand on all these stages. And maybe you, are are you maybe saying that... don't
0: like my Instagram photos.
1: <laughs> I do like your Instagram. No, your Instagram photos are great. Um, I do love everything going, but it seems that you are. Uh... Well, look, tell us right now, if, if I could, ge- could I do you want the fame? Could I give you the fame? If someone could give you the fame, would you take it? Okay
0: you know i think i think fame is is a side effect and you have to decide if you want the thing that um God, i know this loud truck is coming by of course right uh, when it's totally my, fine. Um, yeah the, the apex of my important speech here yes um, yes yes <laughs> the one that's going to make my career right um <laughs> fame, you know fame no i don't really want to be famous um yeah yeah no that doesn't that doesn't necessarily appeal to me yeah i do i do seek frequency medicine and other modalities to uh you know improve my capacity for intimacy and other things that can kind of get me genuine connection in life that's that's much more of a priority for me
1: genuine connection in life i love Mm it well look everybody here we're gonna link to where marla uh, where where you can buy the software, buy the equipment, have a session. You can book a session with her. Uh, it sounds like a really game-changing thing and uh you're, you're very generous with giving away tones publicly i know you have a telegram channel uh as well where you're doing this uh is, are there any other places marla where people can find you uh beyond the, your main website as well as your booking link for sessions
0: yeah you can um come follow me on facebook i'm marla moss on facebook um I'm I'm the Marla Moss that's friends with Greg Bornstein on Facebook. There's a few yes. more yeah. Find me <laughs> on there. I'm, I'm always posting about frequency medicine on Facebook if you just want to learn more and you know, join my community.
1: Amazing. And when you write that song, that uh, you're gonna <laughs> I know you're gonna throw the brown note in that first song you record. <laughs> Just to mess with me. I
0: would not, Greg. I would not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. No. Well, look, I, I want
0: access to that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. You can come on the show again and play it live. Marla Moss, thank you so much for coming on. This has been very interesting.
0: I'll send it to you in Telegram privately.
1: <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate it. Thank yeah. you, Marla. <laughs> Take care. And uh, yeah, keep keep doing this. I mean, we, we need more of this. Rapid change in the world that that goes against the mainstream.
0: Oh, thank you, Greg. I will, and and thank you for your attention and interest as well. It's a, it's a pleasure to speak with you today.
1: Likewise. We didn't talk about the brown note as an alternative to Xlax. I wonder if she does ever actually play it. I hope you're not at Kava in line as you're hearing this. Anyways, Marla, thank you so much for coming on. Really love the conversation. I want to thank Ronnie McGilvery for the theme music. I want to thank whoever the heck. Oh, yeah, Zero Boy for the pre theme music. Gonna have some more sounds in there for you. And I want to thank you for being here with me through it all. Was this a healing listening experience? If not, I heard Adele's album is pretty great. Talk soon.